This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? What's what's this what's the haps? Um, things are good. I feel like you are having a very busy month <laughs> compared to me, who have been in my apartment just day in and day out. But um well, I feel like you're really back in the swing of things. I'm in the swing of things. I, I like so I have to keep myself busy to feel like I'm moving forward. When all this stuff shut down, like I lost work. I lost right. jobs. So like I just dug into other things so I can feel some value. And when I did that, now you start collecting new the side projects become important projects. What do you let go? What do you keep going? So now like a little bit of touring has come back. Um I'm, so I'm going on the road a little bit more, but then also The Bachelor and doing, you know, uh, and then I'm like, okay, I'll do a post-game show for The Bachelor. And that became easy when, you know, there was no shows and maybe I was doing less shows. And now it's like shows and Bachelor. It's all stuff that I would, like, if five years ago you were like, I was complaining to myself about this, I'd be like, Jared, shut the fuck up. You, you make fun of The Bachelor and people enjoy it. Like, that's what I wanted right. out of this. But I, it's definitely like, as and plus with uh, I have another podcast so like there's there's just a lot of me talking and I'm ready to shut the fuck up but not today we're gonna because <laughs> we're doing we're doing some episodes <laughs> yeah this um, would be a bad podcast yeah you're like the hardest working man in America it's like I try my first best. responders <laughs> and then like you're like second responder I'm the second responder yeah I am a I'm not an essential worker but it's essential to my own mental health I that's the thing like where. You know, with everything that's going on, that's been like the hardest thing for me is like all I want to do is work. All I want and work to me is fun. And I understand there's some people that are like, no, I get to work from home in my feety pajamas. You know, this is things right. have kind of worked out. That's why I don't like buy that. Everyone's like horrified and can't believe, you know, like like some people it's like worked out for them. Like all I want to do is do stand up. All I want to do is do shows. All I want to do is yell at The Bachelor and like. So much of this other stuff, you have to like pause yourself, make sure you're not acting tone deaf, make sure you're doing the right things. And it's, you know, it's um, it, I, yeah. I can't complain, but I will complain because I love to complain. It's a sensitive climate. I could see why doing stand up would be a little scarier than uh, it's a stand up is actually the least scary because you're in a room. You can feel the temperature of the room. So like mm -hmm. if a joke isn't going well, you can kind of like call it out a little bit. You can like, and, and I know what I like talking about. I think it's a little bit more sensitive with online stuff. Like I, you have to understand, like when do you put something out there and you know, one thing happens and it's like, look what you did. Like I had someone DM me. This is how much we, I think about it. And I know no one else thinks about it because I had someone DM me last week. We're taping, a week ahead of time during what was going on with the election with, you know, 
we're counting ballots. Everyone's on CNN. Everyone's watching all the news mm-hmm. stations. People are posting. And it's all election all the time, right? Right. And someone messaged me a DM. They were like, hey, my dog Cookie is in a costume contest at their daycare dressed as the Cookie Monster. Can you share the link uh, for, (laughs) for people to vote for my dog Cookie, the Cookie Monster? And it's like, I had a moment where I was like, I can't believe that this has to be a joke. Like, right. you're asking me, like, I listen, I've been, I, I'm very aware of people's sensitivity. Like, I, I have my own pol- feelings on being political. And I put as much out there that I feel comfortable with. And I think everyone deserves their own level of comfort with that stuff. But I understand also that if I put out, hey, can you guys vote for Cookie the Cookie Monster on election week in the midst of like (laughs) election week, like how toned up. And I'm sitting here for like uh, like legitimately an hour. I can't stop thinking of Cookie the Cookie Monster and this woman who's like telling me to put out the link to help out her dog win a costume contest. Like I kind of envied her. To be like so unaware of it's like living in your own bubble. So unaware of the tone of the country of online of of how people would take that or how I like just the idea that like to her it's like yeah my dog's in a costume contest why wouldn't you ask people to vote for Cookie look how cute the dog is it's not even like you know her too no I don't know it's a a random idea that you even like dogs that much particularly Uh, or. Like that you're that, in, in, the, <laughs> there's so many things that I'm th- you're thinking the same way I'm thinking like right. there's there's so many layers to me putting out and again no one gives a shit about me I'm not saying I'm an important person I'm just saying the stress of one person writing back being like hey I'm usually a fan but you put out that link to like vote for a dog in a costume contest and you haven't necessarily been political enough for me and it's just disappointing and it's like the rage I would feel for all of it like right. no one cares and and I and again this is back to the stress of like everyone has their own stresses I'm not saying my stresses are even important I'm just saying I don't think anyone nobody realizes how you're affect no one cares about you as much as you so like right. no one cares like her with the co- her everything's black and white vote for my dog for the cookie costume like what mm-hmm. there's nothing else going on and i'm sitting here for hours stressing out like I- i'm like mad at her for asking I-, I i hope she's listening i want her to know my pain i want her to know my stress that i felt i had like an hour thing i tweeted about it like a thousand times like, i was like i can't i have to get this off my chest I need people to just, you know, when something happens like on an airplane and someone like is annoying on an airplane and all you want is to make eye contact with another person who's so neutral to the argument nod at how crazy that person's being. Yeah. I wanted a public nod at like, Hey, that is crazy. You know? So I, I, and again, just like dating stuff to bring it back to the topic of this podcast. So many of these things happen on your phone and alone. It's just you and the phone, you and the screen. So you're like, am I crazy? This person messaged me on a dating app and asked what I'm here for. Like, why is this person asking me? Why am I getting so upset by this? Why am I the one stressing out and they never seem to stress out? 
Right. They this want is a someone, huge rant. They want someone <laughs> to confirm that this is weird. I um, need that in life. Right. I don't know if you feel, but I'm saying you have a you have a media company. You you understand this, right? Yeah, I obviously understand that the internet <laughs> is full of people who have no idea. Like where you're kind of like, I can't believe this person managed to exist like for I, this I, long without I understanding really- the ways of the world. And understanding like how things look, the tone, like right. they're putting on fucking hardcore rock music at a funeral. And it's like, don't you realize what's going on? Right. I don't know. And, right. So, and then there's the thing is like some people don't deal with the Internet at all. So they're like, ah, it's the Internet. And you're like, yeah, that's. I, I understand how you feel that way, but you you should understand that how like we've made a deal with the devil. Like w- for us to make money, we have to have the internet, but we also have to deal with these crazies. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. It's like a double you know double edged sword. Obviously, yeah. like you make money off of it, you can't really comp- like you kind of have to deal with the other side of it. I always think of like I remember Khloe Kardashian was like very mad when like people when she, people were she was getting back together with with Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Thing and she was like, people are like, or or she it was like the first time when he cheated on her or something, and she's like, people are like, keep like sending me messages about like how they don't want me to do this or like they think that like it's whatever like harassing messages about how like mad they were sure. that she was thinking of going back with him, and I'm kind of like, you're not like upset about all the messages and all the excitement when like something great like when you're pregnant or when something sure. like that you want happens. So I do see <laughs> the other side of it where it's like. We can't just expect people to only be happy for us on the internet. Ab- Absolutely, and I get way more nice things than negative. And I and I would also say, what you just said, the wording you use is what happens on the internet. It'll be like two people that will be like, "How could you do this?" And that turns into people are being are mad. And right. and then you know news places do this thing. They're like, Twitter has gone crazy, and it's like three idiots. And it's like yeah. we it's tough to like differentiate between what are people saying or what are two people saying it's like the influencers they're like a lot of you have been asking and it's like two people two people but i once read that like the 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 brain work the chemical component of ten thousand people following you there's no difference between ten thousand and ten million i think i read that too because it's like um which would put me in your boat uh, yeah, <laughs> with way less <laughs> followers than you, we're on the same field. But we um, are. No, I, we, we no, have... I mean, I definitely get less DMs than you. I'm like positive about that. But 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 you're the feeling we get from it. Like it's like a it's a dimini- uh, diminishing return. Right. Like it, it's a it, sense it... of right. Well, I can see how it would also turn the influencer of sorts into a crazy person too. And like we're absolutely saying, like, where it's like. You kind of get into this. And it's funny because like I have like not the best fashion sense. Like I'm very aware of that. You can probably tell from like the same. I wear, I wear the same shirt on every podcast you record. And I will have people who DM me who are like, oh, like, what are you wearing? Like, can you t- t- tell me where you got your dress or whatever? So like in but in my head, I like go two ways. Part of me is like, well, a lot of people have been asking. Like maybe <laughs> maybe they want to know. Like people want to yeah. know. But then like I'm yeah. brought back to down to earth to be like, two people and I have like 27,000 followers or something. It's like, it's not like a lot of people haven't been asking, but you kind of do I, get in your head for a second where you're like two people asked people want to know. It's a legitimate disease. It's a legitimate thing that you have to fight off every day. And it's like, 
one of those things you can't really complain. I mean, I'm sure people are listening right now being like, boo-hoo. But it would be funny if you were like, hey, guys, swipe up if you want this T-shirt. I got it 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> I, it's from this American Eagle. This was my sister's Eagle. shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So and if you want it worn in like this, all you got to do, the way I get my shirts like this is I wear them seven days in a row without washing them. Exactly. And, you know, well, like, I'm saying, that's like, that would be the reality. And that's why, like, I have to, like, if you, if I, if I was, like, even slightly less self-aware, I think that it might go to my head and be like, this is the content that the people want. It's a slippery slope. And I, that's why when I see those influencers, I get where they're coming from even <laughs> though i love making fun of them like i see we all know how it can work out that way you know 100 uh, yeah what are you what have you been doing you said you just haven't been busy you're just hanging out i mean i've been bu- i've definitely been busy with work but i've been home so yeah. i've just been you know here are you but, going um, out at all you guys doing any dinner dates you going leaving the yeah. place We've done some double dates. You know, we do like a an activity here, there. I like am pretty introverted. I mean, you should know from our tour. Like, what did I do yeah. on the tour? Like, I was like in the show. I was out the show. I was back in my hotel room away from everyone. Ready um, to be home. It, it, I've never seen someone go from show to bed so quickly in my entire life. Yeah. So I'm saying for, for me, like, this is kind of like fine. Like, yeah, I can totally I, I see how someone who's like loves talking, engaging with people and like, you know, like meeting new people and being social would be like, this is the worst for me. I'm kind of like, this is like not so bad. Especially, I mean, especially if you're single right now, like there's people like that haven't hugged someone in seven months. Oh like, yeah. You know, like, I mean, yeah, yeah that's what I'm I, saying. I can see like, I can yeah. see why it's the, my case is not the case for everyone. I had a question for you though, to bring it back to relationships. Also, sure. it's like, obviously like your job is one where you were away a lot of the time. And I know that like, Maybe before COVID, that was sort of maybe a point of contention in your relationship is that mm-hmm. you weren't necessarily around as much as someone in a regular relationship. But do you yeah. find that now, I mean, it's funny, you did move in at the same time as COVID. Do you find that now that you live together, it's much easier to navigate that because it's like sort of a default to seeing each other when you're not on the road? Um, I think it's easier, but you know what's harder is, and I have to be better at this, is like, making a special time together so like okay so i think this is like a problem for a lot of people in relationships you're with each other all day long and then i go away to do a show for a weekend i go do the shows i'm i'm working it's a little bit you know it's taxing physically and like a little bit mental and mentally so like you get back from a weekend and it's like sunday and all i want to do is like lay in bed and watch tv and just like hang when it was when we were living apart, I could be like, okay, this we're scheduling the date for Sunday night at eight o'clock. I could come home, right. sleep all day, and then like be ready to be like on for a date. I got back uh, Sunday ago, and you know I got into bed, and then it was like eleven a.m. and Jess is like, okay, we're gonna go. Let's go to the park, and I'm like, okay, let's go to the park, and I'm like, what are we gonna do? You know, like I'm in my mind, I'm like. What are we going to do at the park? And I'm like a little tired. I'm like, you know, again, like you want to be up for the the hangouts. And I don't want to be like a not fun person for her. But right. you can get like, I don't know. Have you found this? Like, like we ended up going to the park. We walked around for a bit. And there's a point where I'm like, I, I'm getting hungry. And I didn't really plan a place for us to go. And like Jess didn't either. But like 
maybe I probably should have planned a place for us to go because then we started walking towards other places. Every, it's beautiful out. Everyone's seating outside. And then I'm like, okay, let's walk towards the Upper East Side, I like Second Avenue. There's a bunch of restaurants there. We'll find one. So now we're walking through and all the places, like, you know when you're looking for a restaurant and, like, you, you're thinking of a perfect situation that doesn't exist? Right. Like, we'll we're, stumble we're, into the, you know, into the... the- we, little hole in the wall that no one you know it's actually great and it's our place yeah. now yeah. <laughs> we we want brunch food outdoors a little shady not too much sun like we have like and and that doesn't exist like without a reservation without a reservation without thought and like the longer this goes the more she's going well and then we like walk by one restaurant she's like i'd go there and i'm going i can't i need you excited or not like i need yeah. <laughs> like like i don't want to slide into a place and then we get there 20 minutes later you're going well you didn't plan no no no. we're gonna be ha-. so like again this is like all back to like the original of like i wanted to come home and sleep and then figure out i don't want to plan a day but you kind of have to fashion out these moments and try to or else we're just living together and we're not together does that make sense I see what you're saying. I think, I mean, like, it's funny because I feel like that hap- that that's an issue because you're on the road a lot. But I feel like it's also an issue if you're together all day, yes. all the time. Like, it's like almost equally an issue in that way. Because I'm like, to him, I'm like, why don't you plan like a date night or something like that? Like on the weekend, he's like, because we like have dinner together like every night. So I'm like, but sure. I was like, but yeah, let's do something that's like something different. Like, it's like we, you know what I mean? Like, it's a you can you can fall into like a rut if not like why I was, and i was like why don't you plan like something for us to do that you plan and it'll like feel like me and i'll, I'll feel like i'm being taken out and we'll mm-hmm. like be doing something different than our usual go-to routine it's like harder to, to to feel the need for it when you're together all the time yeah there's like something nice to missing someone Right. You know, like and uh, yeah. And then like if, if it's all day long, like you're like you, we're going to go out and like at that point, I'm like, let's go out and get fucked up. Like, let's go get drunk and really shake this shit up. You know, like it's I think like seeing a lot of people like I love seeing a lot of Jess. Like I'm like having a great time with that. But it's like, how do I differentiate this home time from? OK, we're on date time. Quality and it's, like, time quality time and like and so when you leave town and you come back and you're like well we're here all the time together what let's just go down the street and it's like that's not really an exciting thing as a partnership and so i and i think we're not alone in having those issues like i i think a lot and again i'm calling it an issue i i think jess would be like what is it an issue (laughs) like i you know like i i don't think it's like a, a problem as much as it's more like i'm aware that i could be better at playing these things and then then you would say like oh well why don't you plan something for thursday and i'd be like i'm fucking tired like right. I, I just got di- i just got back i'm away right now you know <laughs> like yeah no i i see that i think it's like hard to be like because it's so much easier to just like not do it in the per- like do you know what i mean so i think it is it is let's order pizza I mean, let, let's order pizza and get drunk in in our apartment you know like yeah that's kind of easier and like right. i don't i like doing that I like doing that too. That's why it's like, I think it is more difficult, like in a long-term relationship. Those are the things that come up where you're like, you have to really put in a concerted effort as opposed to when you're dating and you're not living together. If you want to keep things in like sort of an exciting 
well, novel it's, way. It's why I take a lot of walks. I'm like, let me get out of here. Let me get out of your way. Like, I don't want to be around just be around like let me mm -hmm. separate a little let me go to a coffee place let me sit on a bench i do a lot of bench sitting just staring i'm like an old oh, man you're who that feeds guy? The birds yeah i am the biggest bench sitter coffee drinker loud phone talker that exists in new york city me and like Are you alec baldwin <laughs> that, that's <laughs> me i'm alec baldwin <laughs> I, I i i mean do you like, usually you get really angry at someone like, on the internet <laughs> At a bird, yeah. <laughs> There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one box or three bottles set. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What are we talking about today? What do we got going? Today we're talking about um, how much daily communication tells you about where a relationship is at. So I'll read I the mean, email. We just kind of talk. I mean, like on that subject, like, you know, if you're with someone like there's moments where, you know, I I think my biggest problem with working at home with someone that's doing a different job is that both people are l taking their breaks at different times. Like, like, right. There's never a time where I'm like, yeah, we got to work on the project. I'll see you when the project's done. Like, she'll get done with the project and go, hey, what are you doing? And I'll be like in the middle of a thought and I'll be like, I just lost the thought. You need to like stop it. And then she'll be in the middle of like a math equation. I'll be like, hey, are you on the meeting? And she'll be like, can you just stop in the middle? Of, like I'm in. The, so I think like that's a tough thing in a relationship. Yeah. I mean, when you're especially when you're working in the same place, because oh my God, that's because that's a an issue that our, our ancestors did not have to deal with <laughs> probably. Um, but it's funny. I I had this conversation with Mike. Actually, there's a, there's a show on HBO at max. It's called the undoing. 
Nicole mm. Kidman, Hugh Grant. I've heard of it. I've heard uh, uh, people are into it. There's been like three episodes. You should watch it. It's good. Okay. Um, but in the show, like she can't reach the husband and then she's he like is on a conference and she can't reach him. Um, and I'm like, how long? I was, I was asking him because I'm like, how long would I have to not like text you for you to be like concerned? Mm. And he's like, I don't know, like a day and a half. I'm like, <laughs> that seems like pretty fucking long. Yeah, that's a <laughs> long time. Like a day and a half. That's like a whole night. Right. Like you, what if you didn't come home? It's too late at that. At yeah. Well, I, I was like, okay, well, he was like on a conference. So I was like, okay. And she'd been texting him. So he's like at, he's in a different state for work. Okay. So you're, so the scenario is you're away. Right. And, I mean, and, and you're on the road. Like we're doing shows. Yeah. And then, that was the one I gave. So him. Mike, Mike said a day and a half. That's a long time. A, I got, that's what I was like. I was like, I was like, I could be like total. I'm like totally dead and like buried by then. Yeah. Like, like that's. I was like, well, maybe I need to find someone else to check in on me because that's. It, it, he'll be what? He'll be watching the news. They'll do a special report. I'm sure. Right. Well, I'm like, well, what? I was like, what would your thought process be if you like? He's like, well, I'm trying to. He's like, when. And, and it made me think, I, mean, I guess, like, I, we haven't been away from each other in that long of a time. But when I, we didn't text, like, a ton. Like, we would do, like, a phone call at the end of the night. But we're not, like, mm -hmm. huge, small talk texters. So it made me think, like, okay, he, he would he would text me, like, good luck on the show, probably. Like, but, but, like I'd leave in the morning. He went to work. Good luck on the mm -hmm. show. If I didn't answer that, and I'm like, you don't start to get worried? He's like, I don't know. Like, maybe, like, I, I'd assume you're busy with the show the next morning, you know, like. I'd probably call you if you didn't answer by then. And then if you still didn't answer, like by that afternoon, I would start to. <laughs> Man, if you, I mean, I mean, this is one of those things that it's like you're either testing him or you're dead. Like right. to see to see about this. So it's like it'd be funny if your ghost came back to haunt him for not texting you early enough. Like, how could you not check in on me? Why were you not worried? Right. What about, what about you? How long do you think? Um, um, I, day and a half. I, I think, I think if I didn't, I cut, and especially cause I'm on the road a lot. So we're kind of used to the dynamic of like, I'm away. When do we check in? I usually check in after a show and then, I'm out later than she stays up. So I'll text that night like, oh, this happened, this happened. Then I'll just assume she fell asleep. And then I'll have a text from her at like 5 a.m. being like, I can't sleep. I had a nightmare. Like that'll okay. be that's our usual <laughs> text conversation. And then we kind of like reconvene around 9 a.m., 930. OK, so, so you're probably calling that night the cops. Um, I'm calling the cops the next day, but I have texted a few times that night. Okay. Like it would take me until 10 a.m. to be like, what? Like if we were texting, if I was like, hey, I got the show and then I text after the show, show sucked, whatever. It was great. Um, I bombed and then she didn't answer. I'd assume she was sleeping. And then the next morning, if I didn't get anything, I'd be like, hey, you awake? What's going on? And around 10 a.m. I'd be like a concern. Okay. So I guess you're you you, uh, you love her more than Mike loves me, a little bit more. But I, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I think also like the way you've described your texting, it fits in line with your texting. Like the fact that you're right. like in the morning, like yeah, I'm gone. Like Jess and I are way more like. And again, this is where you get into like, what's right, what's wrong. There's nothing right or wrong. It's like what's your comfortability. It's what's your dynamic. Like 
you right. know, what do you I, I'm, what do you prefer? And is some that person a match for however you text? Totally. Like I, I te- you know, if Jess texts me 17 times in a day, I'd be like, hey, just saw this, you know, like and then I would I would it would be fine. I would understand it. But I would be like, just saw this. I was doing this blank and this. And then it wouldn't be like I felt like I needed to like account for where I was. But it was just more like, oh, this is why I didn't answer. Right. But yeah, I, that makes I, sense. You know, it, it, but we're also like I'm texting like, man, my stomach hurts. Like I'll text that. Like you know, it's just like a little small complaints throughout the day. Right. And how how long into you? I mean, you might not remember this. How long into dating were you texting like every day? Pretty soon, because I'm not one to hold back with that stuff. I'm I'm a pretty communicative person. So mm-hmm. like the idea of like if I like someone, I'm texting with them. Like I don't really have that i don't believe in that wall like i think you text when you have something to say right but you would have like, something to say every day no not every day but like i i guess like every other day i don't know i i it would depend on the situation because like hey we had a great date i think a text the next day i would is something i would do like hey what's going on whatever but like the idea of like how you been like if i hadn't heard from the person like i would do that right no, I agree. Let's let's read the email. Let's see what let's do what it. this person's issue is. J and J, love the pod. Thank you for sharing your dating wisdom. I'm recently single and getting back into the dating game. My question is pretty straightforward. How soon should you expect to hear from a guy you've been on a few dates with on a daily basis? I met a guy on Hinge last a week ago, and we had two and a half two and a half great dates. <laughs> the first one was just a walk, so I don't feel like it fully counts as a date. Uh, he was texting me daily at first, but this weekend has been less communicative. And he said he wasn't able to hang out as planned due to a big work project that came in. I am familiar with his industry and working long hours on weekends. Doesn't necessarily sound like a lie. That sounds like financy. Um, yeah. Also very accusatory. I, okay. That's not a lie to me. Like, right. (laughs) That's where your head goes first. Maybe just because I haven't been single in a while, I can't remember at what point it's normal to go a day or two without hearing from a guy and when it's a big red flag. Any advice, please? Thanks. I I, I understand the question. I don't like the perspective, if that makes okay. any sense to you. Like, I, I don't... How soon should you expect here? To me, there's a lot of, like, again, like... If he likes me, is, I like him. Yeah, this kind of lands in that for me because it's like she's looking to protect her feelings. She doesn't want to be the idiot who keeps texting someone who doesn't really want to text with them. And I understand that. Like, no one wants to be texting someone that's looking at their text and be like, this chick won't shut the fuck up. It's crazy. (laughs) You know, like, I, I understand the fear, but her fear won't get her anywhere. Okay. Like, like, I, I, I think like, the idea well, of I haven't been single in a while, I can't remember at what point is normal. There's no normal. There's you. There's you and how you feel. And she's saying, well, if he hasn't gotten back to me in a day, then he must not like me. And it's like, that's just not how it works. Like, you're trying to get to know someone. Like, like you're when you operate from this angle, you always lose. Like, there's no winning. There's no learning. You're operating in the land of rules. And if he doesn't get back after date one, then it is over. Did you, at what point has she owned her feelings in this email? Well, it seems like she likes him. Otherwise, I assume she wouldn't even be writing this in the first place. 
I totally um, understand that, but that the whole email is written of like, when should he get to me? When should he do this? I can't remember. It's what's normal to go a day or two without hearing from a guy. When is it a big red flag? And I know we do red flag deal breaker here. We we right. deal in these games, but I would say to her like, hey, you, did you have fun? Do you want another date? It got canceled. Okay, I'm cool with that. I understand his industry. Things come up. It's one cancellation. Let me know when you're ready to go out again. He'll either make that date or he doesn't. Don't you think? Right. No, I agree. I think in her head, and I've been there, so I sort of like get her thought process, which I agree isn't like the most empowering thought process, but it's kind of like, I don't want to be like bothering this person if they're not interested in me or like continuously be trying it with them if they're like, they seem to be backing off. If they seem to be like mm -hmm. cooling off of the situation. Like, but I'm still interested in this situation. Like, do I make it worse by then like bothering this person or do they, I give them some space and let mm. them like come to me. The bothering thing you have to like, let's think of let's, let's do a game where he complains about her, you know, like okay. in the world of I'm being bothered, like let's make believe I'm him. And I'm like, can you imagine if I went to my friends and was like, Oh, this woman I went on two and a half dates with. We went on a walk and then we had another date. Then we went on another date. She keeps wanting to hang out. And it's like my friends would look at me and go, well, do you not like her? Well, we had a lot of fun on the first two dates. But she won't stop trying to hang out with me. And it's like, well, do you want to go? On? Like he would sound right. ridiculous. There's he no would sound. He would sound ridiculous. I agree with Senator, but, but he could also like just feel annoyed, not tell anyone and just kind of be like, oh, this person, I'm kind of like, eh, like I, I, I was excited about her. This is, I feel like the more realistic thing is like mm. he, he goes out with this girl two and a half times, was excited about her. After two times, he's kind of like, no, eh, that was okay. I don't really know like if I'm like really trying to date, but like I guess I'd hook up with her. Um, and then... So he's like not texting her as consistently. Um, and then she's asking him and he's like, oh, she like keeps wanting to hang out. But like, I don't I don't know. Well, like, I, I know I kind of like would hang out with her like late on a Friday. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't really. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'd be yeah, like, yeah. No, I, more I scenario. But, but that's the more realistic scenario. And that's the scenario where you have to go. What do I want? Like mm -hmm. if, 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 you know, she's like, well what's normal what's not normal because she's looking for things to keep her texting him or not but that's not something we can tell her to do like does she want another date like i would assume she wants another date right that's it plain and simple if you want to like i would stop you know going by rules and start going by you know like events so it's mm -hmm. like okay i like this guy enough to go hook up late night on friday that could be all you want. That could be the, the next thing you want to do. Like, I want to have a drunken, nice night with him. That would be fun and casual and fun. I don't know if that's what she wants, but I would say that's an okay thing to want. So then she goes, I want a date. Okay, great. You text him, hey, I hope this project's going going well. Haven't heard from you. Would love to get that uh, that date rescheduled. Let me know when. And it's like... He either does it or he doesn't. I think she's. A, I think the the fear and what you're saying is now I'm in the zone of someone I'm texting with, but never moving forward with. Right. Yeah. And that's a that's a scary zone. But like, 
that's one of those things where you have to be like, ah, I see what's we've only sent memes. We've only sent texts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to back away. And that's the point where you go, hey, I've been trying to go out with you. Um, I, I'm looking to get to know you in person. This isn't really the way I'm like looking to get to know you. And I and that doesn't mean I don't like you, but I I just kind of feel like we're just hovering right now. Right. And I think that's sort of like that honest communication is something that you kind of need to do in that phase when you're feeling that way, because otherwise mm. you're stuck in this limbo situation where the other person can kind of like do as they please with you. Yeah. Without, and, you, and, without you putting down like sort of firm, firmer ground rules there. And. I think a lot of people will say to us, you know, the firm ground rules, the the response we get hot. to that, it's <laughs> very hot. But it's um, it's like the teacher that's like strict but fair, you know. Right. Like I I think like a lot of the feedback to what we what we're talking right now would be, well, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to be that like not chill girl. It here's all you have to do: say what you want while also being unoffended. If you mm-hmm. can be unoffended, then anything you ask for is totally fine. It's totally chill. Hey, right. I'm looking for a date. I, I understand, you know, if you don't want to do that, that's totally cool. I, I get it. Like, even just saying I get it. Like, you're now yeah. in the, you know, like, you it, it, as long as, the minute you get offended is the minute that people back away from you because they go, Oh, this person seems to need me more than I need them. Right. It's they know that that you're not willing to walk away. Yes. In the same way. They're not like because if you because that's what gives you such like high strung anxiety is when you're not willing to move, walk away. If you say it in a cool way where you're mm. like this is what I want, totally cool if you don't want that either. Um, but this is kind of what I'm looking for. Then the other person's kind of like I think you you come off as as stronger, more confident, and also like you they could take it or leave it, take it or leave it, and yeah, there's no leeway to like kind of play within the margins of it. There's no margins. That's mm-hmm. why people are like a lot of men will sit there sending you memes for ten years. They'll they'll send you memes as long as they can, just so they have you for when they need you, and. They're never gonna stop doing that because in their best because it's in their best interest to keep doing it, right? And and I know that sounds icky and bad, but it's like, you know, it it it's it, this is all survival, you know. Like they they're just trying to like their penis is looking at them going, hey, make sure we got a place to go if we if it's ever cold outside. <laughs> you know, they're setting up. Penis wants a backup plan. Right? Yeah, the penis wants a home. And it wants to make sure that at least somebody out there can be some sort of plan for when things get cold outside, when we run out, you know, putting away nuts for the winter. This is hibernation. But what you have to, as the the other person on the other side of this situation, I think what you have to remember is that's not your problem. And and what you should be concerned with is looking out for your own mental... Yeah, no, your pro- your problem yeah. is that you want to get to know someone in person. That is, if you break things down to their most simple form, it becomes an easier thing to ask for. All I want to do is get to know this person. Like, 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 oh, what am I, an evil person for wanting to go on a date with you? Like, oh, things are busy? Cool. Let me know when they're not. But I'm not going to do the things in between. Right. I'm not going to be talking to you with no end in sight to go nowhere. 
and and when she asks, you know, what's what's the rules? What's the amount? It's like she's absolving herself from adult conversations. She's absolving herself from getting disappointed by people. Because when you make it a rule, oh, they didn't abide by rule two in my dating book. Now it's like, oh, okay, nothing, you know, I didn't, it, it wasn't me, it was breaking the rules, you know? It's like, listen, there's a lot of people out there with dating rules and they're trying to sell something to you. They don't care about you. I'm just letting, you know, the listeners know if someone's like feeding you rule number one, that's an easy way to make everyone fit into some sort of program that isn't for everyone. Right. Yeah. I don't think you can live by rules. You can live by your own standards, though. Yeah. Your your standards are your own personal, your own personal rules are fine to have. But there's no like universal set that someone can sell you um, again in the same way. But you can have your I think you can have your own thing. of This is something I do. This is something I don't like to do. Oh, no, that's that's called, uh, you know, I have feelings. I feel every time I have sex before date three, I feel awful. So. Henceforth, I will not have de- sex with someone after before. De- That's your own thing. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy. They're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down. And you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble. And it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt. It's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems. And it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's do some awkward sex you ready i'm ready (laughs) 
UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. This week's Awkward Sexual Encounter is presented by Willa. Embarrassing sex stories are inevitable, but at least you like your condoms. Lube, and if the sex isn't what you were hoping for, there's always your trusty vibe to do the job right. That's why we love Willa, a new line of products by Trojan Brand Condoms made specifically for women. This new line has two kinds of condoms a vibe, and a lube, and is created for those who make pleasure a priority. With Willa by Trojan Condoms, you come first. Get your hands on the Willa collection now, available exclusively at Target. So let's do this email. J&J, when my now fiancé and I started dating, we took things slowly because he hadn't had sex with anyone in a while, about three years. Because of this, he masturbated a lot. <laughs> That's... <laughs> You told her this? I, I mean, can you imagine? You're like, um, it's been a while, but I need you to know I've been masturbating a lot. I'm chafing like an animal down there. Like, I mean, no sex for three years is a long time. He was in hibernation himself. When we finally yeah. tried to have sex for the first time together, he was having a hard time coming. See, that would be the opposite for me. Like, if, I, if it had been a while for me. I would think you'd come me, immediately. Literally, a, the 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 nail on your pinky could touch my penis, and I would be like, <laughs> just explode. Well, maybe uh, it's because he's um, masturbating all the time. Oh, so he's lost sensitivity. Perhaps. I, I mean, everyone is different with this stuff. I, I, you know, it's all as as we learned from the doctor we had on our our resident dick doctor. Um, what's his name? We, you know, these are uh, all mental usually. That's true. Um, we had a hard time coming. Eventually, enough time had passed where it felt like the moment for either of us coming was over. He, eventually, time had enough time had passed where it felt like the moment for either of us coming was over. I'm just imagining them like wiping their brow with sweat. <laughs> like, I think we missed the boat. You know? It's not <laughs> happening. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like when you're when you're bringing it back to the beginning of the episode when you're like going for a you know you're, when you're trying to find the restaurant and mm. then you just keep like rejection rejection no one likes it and maybe we should just go home. Yeah, that is the equivalent of not coming, not find like ordering at home <laughs> instead of right. Let's just <laughs> call it. it. Yeah, <laughs> listen, we tried. It felt good. Uh, he then told me that he thought he might be able to come if I gave him a hand job. Ooh, going to analog. He's like, let's go old school. I think I can do it. <laughs> I started doing that is a weird thing where you're like, why don't you give me a hand job? Is like that seems like the worst solution to this problem. Well, he's probably like, maybe that'll be more similar to um what I, you know, I've been used to doing me doing this past three years, which is giving like, you know, jerking That's off. That's true. So it's like, let's try that, but with you instead of me. Yeah, he's like, I go lefty sometimes. Let's do it like that, but with you, you know, like exactly. <laughs> he then told me that he thought he might be able to come if I gave him a hand job. I started doing it, and almost immediately he asked me if I could use Vaseline or something. Boy, this guy had a whole procedure. I had never used a lubricant for hand job before, and I didn't have anything like that in my apartment. Wait, you didn't have any lube? Sounds to me like you need to go out and get some Willa. And he then says, "What about chapstick?" <laughs> This guy's masturbation MacGyver. This guy's got he's like, he's like, I will come. <laughs> Get out the chapstick now. <laughs> what, about, what about 
What about that hand cream? No, I don't got any hand cream. What a, what a, what about the olive oil in the cabinet? What a <laughs> toothpaste. <laughs> whatever. Get the toothpaste. It doesn't matter. Just don't touch don't touch the tip of my dick with the toothpaste. It burns. I don't know how I know that. <laughs> I did That makes one I, of us. I did happen to have chapstick next to my beds. I mean, taking out the chapstick and like like putting it on like lipstick on the dick is hilarious to me. He then said, uh, so that we then took out chunks of the chapstick and I used it to give my hand job. He eventually came and obviously we were still together. But when this first happened, my friends and I definitely wigged out by it. Uh, they saw it as a red flag. So I, I love this sincerely chapped dick. Yeah, that's good. That's a good name. Um, what would you yeah, call it? They, they should have had some Willa, you know, right? new products. There could have been something else there. Um, that I she calls it chapdick. I would make I would sh- shorten it to chapdick. Chapdick. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. She makes it two words. No, this could be chapdick. I would call yeah. it chapdick. That seems yeah, like yeah, the yeah, obvious yeah, yeah. choice. Uh, I I I like calling it the um, the, the masturbation MacGyver. I just love that I he. Like that. I just love that he is like, no, I got an idea. And then like, they're so specific that he must have done them before. Like right. here, get a, get a rubber band and a stick. You're going to put it, <laughs> you're going to put my dick up against the stick. You're going to put the rubber band around my dick and the stick. And then you're going to like go up and down with your left hand. And I want you to get the olive oil and it's got to be olive oil, not avocado oil. Right. That never works. Like, And then wrap your fingers like this around it. Like, I feel like <laughs> this is far too technical to be like, erotic to me anyway that's kind of be my issue with it well that's the thing with masturbation is like if you've been doing masturbation and not sex for long there's a difference between masturbation and sex masturbation is like self-care like that is like getting a massage to me it's the same as getting a massage it's it's like a me time moment so you do if you're not having a lot of sex you're like now this masturbation becomes like a whole process for a lot of people. I, I can understand that where you're like, I gotta He's have got his ritual. He has a ritual. Yeah. I got my computer the, this way on my chest and I have the, the towel that I like to use and I don't use tissue paper because they're a little too, too much cream on the <laughs> tissue paper like you know he's got a it's really funny it makes me like it, think of like people who have like a recipe that they have to do a certain way you know this yeah. is the kind of the kind of tomatoes that we use we don't use yeah. these kinds when i make a banana bread i <laughs> use yeah it, it, and but i'm saying like with masturbation this happens a lot where it's like you know when this happens this happens when you become older in dating like you become more the older you get, the more self-sufficient you get. And then, like, the older you get while you're single, the more self-sufficient you get, and the harder it becomes to find this partner that can kind of fit that self-sufficient life. It's the same right. with masturbation. Like, this guy's spent three years getting used to a certain process, and then now this person comes in, and it's like, it's just not the same. Right. I mean, that's a little bit on him, though, I would say, more than, Absolutely. Like, yeah, I mean, here's the thing about this um, she- awkward sexual experience. I think, like, he's in very much in single mode of, like, this is how I do things, but that's not really, like, how sex with a human woman works. Like, no. it's more of a back and forth, or, like, there's, like, room for, like, improvising. I mean, I guess they did improvise in that sense, but um, just, like, to me, I'd be like, all right, like, you're, we're not, like, the goal here isn't to, like, figure out a way to have like me masturbate you. It's like to have sex 
together. I as a, I, I as a couple. actually I I didn't think of that until you brought that up because you're right. This is actually I have been in that situation when the roles have been reversed and there's a lot of pressure on the woman coming and I, and I'm like going down on her and like I'm into it and I'm trying and then she's and then she'll do like the no 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 you you okay use your hand and I'll be like okay and then I'll start using my hand and they'll be like nope you have to lick while using your hand and you have to sing the ABCs and you got to speak Spanish and you got to you got to do it in the instead form and you're like okay okay I'm trying you know like there, there's a point where it's like right. too much or it's not fun it's anymore. not fun That's what now I'm I yeah now I work for your climax and in this <laughs> In this situation where she's pulling out fucking chapstick, I would. There's a point where like you are, um, you're much less a partner and you're more of a tool, right? And that to me would be like the part that would be annoying. I could see why again why someone would be like this would be like their mindset if they had been mm. if they hadn't had sex in three years and the only you know what I mean. It's like it's just been me in my hand this whole time. Like we're not used to. A real female in the room. Yeah, I mean, but, I'd be I'd be concerned if they were a concerned lover of for me. Right. Yeah, that would be probably. I mean, I they're they're engaged now, so I assume they've worked it out. But I can see why her friends are like. <laughs> see why her friends are like, yeah, like it's like not you know it's on the best look, um, no. early in your sexual back and forth. Um, but I think the fact that she included that information was actually helpful and pertinent to the situation. Which information? The, the the information yeah. that he was single for three years and just and only masturbated for three years. Yeah, and I I think you do forget about the other human on the other side. That's and and that's kind of. Would you go back to this guy like if after all this? I think if he like if I expressed that like I would prefer to be again like a more like we're doing this together situation, mm. um, and he was like into that or like seemed happy to do that then i think i'd be fine if he was like well this is how i do things then yeah. <laughs> i think it i'd would, probably be out it would be a hard conversation for me to have with the woman because like i don't want to like seem like i because like there's also like the societal things where it's like i don't want to look like i'm not like happy to go down on someone you know i don't want to be that guy like oh i you know but it would make me like I would need to see the second time if it was just like that one time that she was frustrated or whatever. If the second time was like, come on, hurry, you know, like get the, you know, get out the, you know, the whisk. I'd be like, okay, I, I, this seems yeah. like, an, uh, this doesn't seem like a fun sex. We're not teammates in this. Vibing. Yeah. We're not vibing yeah. sexually. I also think it's funny with the chapstick though. Like I'm imagining someone after this, like asking to borrow her chapstick. As sometimes <laughs> girls do. I'm just like, well, it's been rubbed all over this guy's penis, but I guess, you know, you could, you could use it if you want. Now I'm never borrowing a, anyone's chapstick ever again. Yeah, I think I'm done. I, I, it might be uneven. It was on uh, the helmet of his dick. Um, it's been rubbed around. And, yeah. yeah. Or like what a mess it would look like. Yeah, that's a pube. Oh yeah, can I get, take that off? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That, yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for this week's Awkward Sexual Encounter presented by Willa. With Willa by Trojan Condoms, you come first. Get your hands on the Willa collection now, available exclusively at Target. The Vibe and condoms are available now, and the lube just hit the shelves. You can buy online at Target.com or visit Trojanbrands.com to learn more. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? 
Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Let's do another email. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. So this email is from a guy. Okay. I always like to, to mix it up with these. He, he writes, um, I've had a very close female friend since childhood. We were each each other's first kiss. We're 30 now and still close. Never hooked up before. I live in our hometown. She does not. She came back over the summer to see her parents for a few weeks and was staying with me to quarantine from them. Well, two weeks turns into two months of us spending every minute of every day together, both work from home, including tons of good sex, usually initiated by her. She eventually goes back to her city, and at first we were FaceTiming and keeping in regular contact. She tells me she misses me, drunk texting, etc. We even discussed taking a trip together, but that's fallen off to where we haven't had a real conversation in weeks. I'm justified in feeling upset about this, right? I mean, she's pseudo-ghosting me, but I'm one of her best friends. I know I need to talk to her, but I just don't know how to navigate this. Like, this isn't a real breakup. It feels worse because we're friends. This is brutal. I mean, there's a lot of people like this started as like the all-American COVID quarantine love story. Dream, yeah. This is like what people dream about. I move home. Like, you guys just posted this woman's um, TikTok. It's very funny uh, where she's going home and and the, the song, like the real sappy song is playing. She's like going back to my hometown over oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's like, you know what I'm talking about? I kind of know. I, I think I've seen at least part of that. Betch has posted it. And it's okay. like this woman, she's going home and back to my hometown where everyone's obsessed with me. And like, it's from like a Hallmark movie. Like, this is that. Like, the woman comes home. She's got the guy she had the first kiss with. Oh, we have this history, but we're always friends. I'm going to quarant my my it, this is approved by the family to go quarantine right. with him for like a she he said a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they talk every day and then she kind of leaves that. And and so I understand where he's like what the fuck? Like I think, yeah, I think you've got a good point about it being that like, you know, I'm going to a place I and mean, we've talked about this before about like 
geographic cure to like your dating rut or something mm. and like you're going back to a place where you're sort of like you're like a little bit hotter shit than like you were maybe in your actual hometown or sure. something like that or there's i think there's also a sense with a lot of women where it's like there's guys you feel like you should date mm -hmm. but you might not actually be attracted to them or actually not even not necessarily attracted but like it doesn't actually vibe in the way that you like wanted to vibe whether that's because it just doesn't work or because it's like it's like familiar in a way that kind of like doesn't feel exciting or the person's mm -hmm. like you know too nice or something like that i don't know or you you're very confident that the person's into you but i do think there's like a sense of she goes home she's like oh i should i should be into this guy like He's really nice to me. My, like you said, my parents approve. Like we, you know, we're we're good friends. Like in my head, this like rom com thing. Like we should be together, but like there's something that doesn't click. So you so you think there's an element of her going home, and this guy that she always kind of knew was an option, or always kind of knew was like someone she never really explored it with, but knew she had the opportunity to. Now she could, because of COVID, because of quarantine, because of situation, she had the opportunity to play it out, and she did. And now that is over, and she goes back to her city life, and she's like, uh, I'm looking for more excitement. I'm looking for different. You think that's kind of what's going on? Yeah, I do think that's like a big... A a, kind of a, a big part of it or I like I kind of went home I like tried this thing out but like it didn't it just didn't click mm -hmm. but I think that a lot of the times we're we're given these messages of like this is the kind of person you should be with or like this is how it works in the rom-com so like we go with it but then once you once you actually do it you're like eh yeah I I I I've, I've I hear that I understand that I mean he writes a very specific sentence at the end of his email. It says like this isn't a real breakup, but it feels worse because we're friends. I think this guy th they're not friends anymore. They're like yeah, the well, like I know they well, share they a lot of history. Never really were. Never really were, but like I I think maybe they were in elementary school and they share like, I think this is like the toughest part of like dating someone that you grew up with is like, it's confusing. You share so much things in common, not just knowing each other, but like the streets, the teachers that you had, the memories are shared. Like even memories you don't have together are kind of together because you know the same people. You know all the characters in the story. So he's like, oh, I'm losing a friend that I can lean on. No, you've lost your girlfriend. This person has, has, is effectively dumping you. Right. I wouldn't know. I don't know if we'd call her his girlfriend. Well, they acted like a couple. They, I, I would say okay. they acted like a couple for a few months. Like to call She's closer to a girlfriend than she is a friend. Right. Well, I think it's funny because I think it's like a lot of people who probably who date who marry people that they dated in high school probably at some point say to themselves, like, am I with this person because like it was the easiest, most convenient path and it mm -hmm. worked out or like and could there be anyone else out there better for me or like, am I with this person because they're truly the best and I just I just happened to find to find them super early. Yeah. I don't know. I I. I understand how this happens. I understand how this doesn't work out. I think this guy right now is looking for like an answer on like, 
his he knows his next step is they do have to talk. You agree, right? Oh, totally. And I think I can understand. I mean, I've kind of done this, and I feel bad. Obviously, looking back when I, you know, when I was younger, I think to a guy where I'm where I'm in that other, you know, the, the shoe is almost on the other foot. I feel like a lot of the times, like I'm the one who's like doesn't know what's going on. But there are occasions I think when you're kind of like you know you're leading someone on, and you, mm-hmm. and I think we have like a almost like less sometimes can have like less experience with like knowing how to like guys don't like to like be the ones to just do the rejection you have to like basically like force them to to break up with or make them break up with you this is like sort of a similar situation where she's like this is really uncomfortable i really don't want to hurt this person's feelings but like i'm not feeling it and like how do you say that to someone who you're friends with who you sort of have led on and i think it's like an immature way to do is not just say it instead she's just kind of pulling away hoping he'll be like oh my my ego will just let me like kind of drop it and I won't ever have to talk to him about it but I don't think that's fair either yeah and also just the the specifics of the email make this like you can kind of see what's happening they're both 30 okay he's in the hometown he has his own place in the hometown she goes back to the city to me those are two people in two different spots of life he's probably has his own home I mean the way he's talking it's like He's got the whole place set up. All that has to happen is his new wife has to move it. Like the fact that they could quarantine at his home, you know, in this suburban area. Like it seems like he's kind of like ready to like let life move in a direction. And Mm -hmm. when she's 30 and comes home and then tests it out for a little bit and then is like now drunk texting him from the city. Like it seems like she's in a different place of life. Right. Yeah, I could see that that too. It's like she's not in that mode or like like what you said like where you're like you kind of lead a guy on like I think you lead a guy on when you know that there is a good like I think a lot of times when women lead a guy on and I I don't mean to make this like gendered but like this feels very female to me to be like well, I'm leading him on because there is a landing spot for life to literally begin if I say so. So it's like I can move in, start the process of doing the fall pictures. I can get the engagement. I can get the marriage. All the things I know people do want generally or that I should want. But it's all just waiting there. And I don't want to just turn that away because it's hard to turn away the thing that people are looking for. Like, right. Or the thing <laughs> I'm supposed to be looking for. Exactly. The thing that like makes sense and seems, very, again, like very easy. Totally. In that sense of like, if I could just, and I've said that to myself so many times, but so many different guys, like if I could just be into this guy, like life would be so easy. Yeah, the, I don't I, think and guys I think, do that. I don't think guys do that quite as much. No, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I, it, this, that's why like, like when you hear his specifics, we're 30, never hooked up before in the hometown, uh, staying with me to quarantine, turning two months of us initiated by her she eventually and then she goes back to the city like now back ah okay it's over yeah. now you know like time to go back to like you know go you know going to meat packing you know like right the way i would do it if i were him is i would text her i'd be like hey um obviously like this is a little weird like i do i we we were basically living together for this whole time like i felt very close to you i'm feeling like very, like you're not really interested in this anymore. Mm. Um, but it, it kind of hurts my feelings. I feel like you would might like 
like we were friends and if you if you're not feeling it like I'd prefer you just tell me because I'm not really sure what's going on yeah I think also like I I like that approach I'm for that approach I think also like he knows I think he has to dump her and I think (laughs) because I think he needs to release himself from her like you never give that you never give that advice to the women um I would give that advice to any woman who's been ghosted. Like, I, I think, think you would go- say, like, say what, but she's not necessarily, I don't think he's being ghosted exactly. She's pseudo ghosting, which means she's just pulling away. Yeah. And, and to me, like, he has to let her know that this isn't like an open door policy to just come back to your hometown anytime, you know, once the holiday, like the holidays are coming up. Like, is she going to come home and like stay with him? And like, and like, this guy seems like he's like ready to get going with this girl. Well, yeah, I mean, he does, but I'm saying like, I don't, I think she's like, I, I don't see why if, if he, if she, if he's like, we're friends and we have this friendship, why he can't be like, instead of like, this is over. I'm like, I'm ending it with you instead. Just be like, what is going on here? Why don't you just like, tell me the truth about what's going on. If you don't, if you're not feeling it, like that's fine. I just prefer to know. Like, I don't, I feel like yours is like a little bit of an ego saving move, which is fine. But like, I feel like in the, if the, on the other, if it was the other way around, you would suggest like stay saying what you want, getting the truth out, especially if they're friends. Well, I just don't buy that they're friends anymore. And I don't know if it's an ego thing. Like, I, what's the other way around? Give me the other way around scenario. Like, a guy that, like, came home and lived with this woman who has, yeah. like, the house and stuff. And then she's like, what's going on with this guy? I'd be like, this guy isn't, like, like I don't know. In this scenario where you've done two months of living together and then they just kind of disappear, like, I guess I guess dumping. Or they is pull like, away. It seems pull, like pseudo ghosting to me is like the withdrawal pull away. He's not sure. like not answering, but he's not like like or he or she is not like fully engaged in the conversation. You have to call it out. I I, I think we both agree there. I just don't know. Like I, my worry is offering this like, hey, but I'm here still. Like I don't know how that's gonna work for this. Right. I mean, I guess it's in not that like they're, sense. they're not in the same city. Like they're like she has moved back. Like they like they're living two different lives. I don't you think he would feel better knowing like what her thought process is before it. Yeah, but I don't know where I don't know if she's going to give an honest answer if she's not being honest right now. I I guess like what you're saying is right. Like, hey, um, I feel you pulling away. Uh, I'm losing you right now. You should be able to tell me what's going on. We spent two months mm-hmm. together. I deserve the respect of some sort of explanation. Right. I, that makes sense to me. That would but make me give the explanation, which I think would be like, I actually think I would give an honest explanation in mm. this case because I think that like what she's feeling is probably what I felt before, which is mm. like, this is something that like seems ideal. I should really want it. You are a great guy, objectively. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm not, it's not you're not an unattractive person. I'm, you know, like I think you're I have a good personality. We've been friends for all these years. There's something in it that's just not clicking for me. Yeah. Um. I wish it was. I really do. Like I, re- I really, but it's just not there. That's a hard thing to say, but I actually, in this case, think it's like the honest thing. Yeah, and I it's think that's the, true. 
and and at least it like settles it. But like after that, do they they do you think they can be just friends? No. Or at least not for like not for a while. Yeah, they need some time away from each other. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on like I I hope he gets that explanation because I, I don't know what he learns from it. There's nothing to be learned. At least it just sets him free a little bit. They, it, there's no thought of her, her coming back. Right. To me, that's the obvious explanation. And it doesn't, again, necessarily have anything to do with you. It's not really yeah. personal. It's really just about... Also, like, sometimes a lot of women are attracted to men who, like, are are not that into them. Or, like, mm-hmm. they feel like are harder to get because they're kind of like this other guy who likes me is, like, boring. I'm bored by this, even if that's not healthy for them. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. And it's to do entirely with, like, the way that they are, like, measuring their own attractiveness to someone. No, I get that. I mean, listen, if there's no spark, there's no spark. But it's, I, I, again, he's he's like, do I, I'm, I, I'm justified in feeling upset about this, right? Yeah, man. Fucking yeah, feel that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I, but I, I think, like, yeah, you got to have that conversation. It, and it sucks. I, I feel for him because it's like, again, there's like this, like, I'm sure for him, he's like, I'm ready. You know, the, the bags are packed. Life is ready to go. We're, we, you know, we can have our kids go to the same elementary school as us. You know, like, it's right. like, and, and so, I'm sure she's thought of that. I'm sure she's I'm thought sure of that too. Has. Yeah, 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 I think yeah, right. that's I think that's the difference between if this were written by a guy or if this were, were written by um, a woman is I do think that like in this case they both thought about it. I think in mm-hmm. the other case it's usually just the <laughs> the girl who's wondering what happened when this guy came home and that's actually there and then left him back in the city and is probably not thinking about her at all. So yeah. at least you've got that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Let's play some games. Let's do it. Red flag or deal breaker? The person you've been going on dates with for two months tells you that their friendship with their most recent ex who they dated and lived with for four years is a part of their package deal, quote unquote. For context, the ex has moved on and lives in another state, but they keep in touch via text fairly regularly and talk on the phone sometimes. I, I don't they, like they say, Basically, they, they say their friendship with their ex is, that they, is like a non-negotiable. Sure. And... Listen, this can happen. I'm okay with that. The idea that we've gotten to a point where they have to tell me it's a package deal. Like, like I I, I would be more... To me, the red flag deal breaker should be about the person asking it. Really? Like, I'd be more like... You're uncomfortable with this relationship that, like, is in another state and I've told you is nothing to me? Like, at that point, how much do you and trust me? And we're a package me? deal? Me and my ex are a package deal. I, I, yeah, I don't like that it's been pushed to that point. Like, I, I, I don't think this relationship is gonna last. Right. <laughs> like, I, like, I think like the point where you go, no, we're a package deal. Like, I, it's more to me like, yeah, it's my friend. I don't know. Like, we talk sometimes. If you yeah, have a the package with that. deal part is like not for me. Yeah, it's like a, very defensive. Yeah, and it's kind of just like, oh, like so this is like your number one. Like, what the yeah. fuck does that mean? <laughs> Like I I know I um they live with for four years and dated as part of if it's the, like yeah. I have this this ex that I like I'm I'm still friendly with we we text occasionally um and like it's really not a big deal that's one thing if they're like well just so you know like me and like Brad 
we are a package deal. We cannot be separated. Yeah, um, that's <laughs> you're uncomfortable. Like, I'm sorry, that's on you. Like to me, that would be like, all right, that's a deal breaker. Now this person has like another person in their life whose bond is unbreakable. Sure. But anyway. I, I, I it, it, what you're saying is right because it depends on how it comes up. Like, hey, this like the you just gave two scenarios and both of them I agree with. <laughs> like like the first one where it's like yeah it's my fr-. you know we dated for a while we actually lived together we still text a lot and they're just a good friend and then the person's like well i can't i don't know if i like that well well this is someone i'm not gonna like lose a friend i we've kind of worked that stuff out we're not together anymore and then you get pushed to package deal or you start at that's a package deal do not ask that you right. know like, like i don't know it's a different to, framing. I agree. Right. You if know? they come in like, like, cause that means they're also like really, really into this friendship. If they come in hot with it, like I would imagine someone coming in with their, like, I feel like people come in with their kids about that. Well, like, you know, this, these are my kids and they come first. And like, if they're, if you're not okay with that, like, like this isn't going to work. That to me seems like normal. Those are your kids. Totally. Non-negotiables. Right? Yeah. I, right. I get that. Not my like ex. No, like, no, 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 no. If your ex is a non-negotiable right from day one, hey, uh, just so you know, that's a deal breaker to me. That to me, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. All right, All let's right. do another. Hey, J&J, love the pod. Here's a funny story for you. I was dating a guy, and the first time I went back to his place, and we were in the middle of hooking up, he casually asked if I wanted to use a vibrator. I laughed, thinking he was joking. What a weird joke. But then he tells me he's serious, and he can go get it right now. I threw up in my mouth a little that the thought of a communal vibrator politely declined and politely declined, even after he insisted it's clean. Is this the 21st century? Uh, is this 21st century chivalry? Gross. Red flag or deal breaker? <laughs> he just has. Yeah, no, I, I, I put it in the dishwasher. It's good. Like what? Yeah, I would say like that would be a deal breaker again, like because it's his. If it was mine, if it was my mm. will of vibrator. Um, I'd be fine with it. Um, that's gross. I, I agree. Like, yeah, I, I ha- like who else has used it? Who else has used it? Um, yeah, I think it's, it's not like it's, you're in the hotel and they put the remote control in the packaging. You know, when they do that, like when you like, right. show, have you been in a hotel since COVID? Like, you know, they No, but I've seen like the, I've seen pictures of how they're like wrapping individually yeah, like wrapping I, like pillows and things like that <laughs> to make sure that you know that they've been cleaned and yeah, you know yeah that's not happening with this vibrator it's not in plastic covering and saran wrap and being like oh no no it's just disinfected with our new disinfecting technology for covid like that's not what he's doing like he just yeah. has like also it would matter like what his apartment looked like and what you know like i need to know there's oh, a lot clean, of specific it, yeah right. how it would have to be like very very like nice clean apartment but even yeah. now even then i would still be like and also that they'd be like insisting like it's their idea and then they're like well that's obviously something he's like i into. promise it's like, clean yeah i don't know uh, the insistence is bad it, because then it's like you care a little too much right it'd be one thing to be like oh if you wanted to bring that in like i'm cool with that but the other thing is like oh like here's something to do my work for me you want <laughs> brings in a jackhammer he's like i have a housekeeper <laughs> <laughs> don't need to clean that up i have an housekeeper yeah, it's like yeah, that yeah. for the bedroom 
Absolutely. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, he's just sitting there with the vibrator looking away on his phone, looking at text. He's just yeah. like, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. It's a, it's a little, I, I, I'm trying to think of the male equivalent. Like she just brings out like, I don't know. Um, like a, it would have to be something that like only that would, like men would use. Hey, take this like t-shirt boy? that my ex-boyfriend had. Maybe I guess it, yeah. it could be a sex toy too. You know, she could bring out, you know, a sex toy. Oh, we used to use this with my boyfriend all the time. I'd be like, ugh, I don't want to. Right. I don't want that on me. Yeah. Deal breaker. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah. All right. After th- so this is another one. She was after the guy rescheduled our date twice, he hit me with this text. Shocked, but I hope he has a speedy recovery for his balls. Pretty ballsy move, am I right? Let me know what you think. Um, so he basically writes to her, Hey, so um, so I know we were supposed to hang out tonight, but I just got a severe severe diagnosis of ele- elephantitis. My testicles <laughs> have expanded to a level where my genitalia has been severely compromised. I cannot hang tonight. Have a great night. I'm so sorry. Do you think that's a joke? Like, I... I... Right? After he rescheduled twice, he hit me with this text. Is it? It feels like very, very clinical. Elephantitis is like the jokey ball. Disease. Oh, I've never heard like, of this. I've heard of elephantitis. Yeah, elephantitis like is like a thing you just hear about since grade school, like You're among like, guys. Because oh, I've never yeah, heard of it. just big old balls from elephantitis. Like it's just like. Oh, so you think it's a joke? To me, it feels too jokey. Like it's just like in the have a great night. I'm so sorry. Like after rescheduling twice, like there's a point where it's like he's just like I don't want to keep rescheduling this person. I'm out. And let me just, I don't you know. Blame it on it, my balls? I guess so. It's very immature if it's a joke. I mean, if he came back and was like, hey, I'm better now. would love to go out. I would be, I would have a lot of questions. I'd be like, how are the balls? Yeah. Um, I think the rescheduling, the third rescheduling is really the deal breaker for me. Well, yeah. The, uh, I don't have care a what great, the reason is. <laughs> sure. Have a great night. I cannot hang tonight. Have a great night. I'm so right. sorry. Now, That's like, a bad ending. Let's do no. this next week on Tuesday. Are you free? I'm so sorry. Well, this is a very immature person because he let's say, let's live in the reality that he did have a ball problem. He sure. could go, hey, I'm in the hospital right now. I'm so sorry. This is kind of crazy. We've rescheduled twice. Like there has to be a level of awareness to get a reschedule. So this has no awareness. This has made it all on you. This is nobody's fault but yours. Like you I, don't even believe this is a real that he's I serious? don't believe it. No, no, no. I don't believe it for a second. Interesting. I had never heard of this fake, I guess, ball disease um, or situation. <laughs> it's not fake. So, it's just it's just like a jokey one, right? And the way I agree, the way he puts it is like he's just trying to get at it, right? It's like bizarre. Yeah, I would write this one off. I'd be like, okay, cool, bye. Yeah, the, like, feel better. Someone, <laughs> yeah, I, this is one that I like. If you, sh- this is why meeting people on apps is hard because like this guy like. Like, she can't show this to anyone and be like, look what the fuck this guy did. And then that person can't go, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? Right. That's tough. Yeah, I you don't know. <laughs> well, I agree with that. We solved dating once again. Right, Jordana? We did. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Listen, people, if you enjoy this podcast, share, share, share. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. 
And we'll be back next uh, Sunday for the Sunday special. Bye. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Dana Samuel. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at Pod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.